Welcome everybody, thank you for joining us here on the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. My name is Louisa Havers and I help high achievers, entrepreneurs and coaches lift the lid on life and business so that they can live at their highest value. Each episode we will bring you our favourite founders, CEOs and guest experts to share with you their insights and strategies to expand your wealth consciousness, your spiritual leadership and aligned business strategies. We know that living in alignment with your soul's mission is what fulfills you and we are here to show you how to achieve this in an energetically aligned way. If you haven't already, be sure to claim your free abundance activation in the Akashic Records. Go to louisahavers.com forward slash gift to unlock your abundance activation today. And if you'd like my support in having aligned success in life and business, then contact me at www.louisahavers.com and let's explore together if it's an aligned match. Get ready to live at your highest value and to expand into your next level of money as you elevate and receive more. You create more for others. Righty ho, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome everybody. Welcome to our Infinite Prosperity podcast show. I'm so excited and honoured we have the incredible Emily Bork here today, who is a manifestation and shadow work coach. Welcome, Emily. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you for joining me. I know it's uh, getting late where, where you are. I'm going to just share your, 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 your bio just so people kind of get to, to introduce, get to know you. Um, and then we're going to dive right in because we've got a really juicy conversation today about shadow alchemy and that is because Emily is a manifestation and shadow work teacher and coach she is passionate about guiding women into their shadow self to alchemize their pain into purpose she is the host of the authentic alchemy podcast it's amazing podcast and is an advocate for authenticity and helping women create their most authentically led dream life fantastic I love it I can't wait to dive into into our conversation today so I love to ask you as we are talking about infinite prosperity is what does prosperity mean to you before we start diving into all the things hmm I've been feeling into this all day actually and the thing that uh keeps coming up here is that it's that's a, a feeling it's like an embodied feeling it's not this thing that's outside of us it's not this it's not even necessarily a material thing it's the embodiment of for me it feels like freedom and a really regulated grounded sense of I am always provided for I I am able to create and be and do anything that I choose to to do or be or have and that I will be supported in that and that there is an infinite supply of whatever it is that I'm calling in and that there is no limit and that for me is what prosperity feels feels like to me is it's 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 very in the body like it's a this is an audio platform so you can't see but I'm very much (laughs) touching my body here it's a it's a physical uh embodiment for sure I love that you're absolutely right it is because we ultimately are seeking feelings aren't we and that's that's why we do the things that we do is because we want to to feel in a certain way so that that just really resonates I love it um how did you start your business because everyone's got a journey <laughs> pivotal <laughs> moments along the way as to why they're doing what they do now I would love to know you know how did you get to be doing all the amazing things that you're doing now 
there are so many different stories that I could tell, <laughs> like like threads. I don't know about you, but like I almost see like the threads of how things unfold like through um life. And there's so many different kinds of uh trails that I could talk about here. Um, but the one that really comes through is if I if I kind of rewind back a few uh, a few years to um well particularly my childhood in, in a, I was always seen as this very happy cheery person and and that was who I was and that really is genuinely who I am at my core that is like I am a, a happy cheery person and I'm I'm very positive and optimistic and you know if you talk to anybody who knew me as a child they were like you were just always smiling and you know, wanting to talk to people and and those kinds of things. And people would always tell me, I just, I enjoy being around you because you're always happy. Mm-hmm. And through my, uh, in my early 20s, I experienced um, a sexual assault and tra- quite, um, you know, big trauma there. And And what happened as a result of that was over, I essentially suppressed the memory and I didn't remember it. I didn't, I actually changed the memory in, in my mind. It wasn't that it was just gone. It was just that I, you know, which when we understand trauma and that our body does that as a protective mechanism, it's too painful to think about. So we, we can morph the mm. memory in, in our mind. And I spent three years um, with kind of this big mask on my face and you know everything is okay everything's fine I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing but underneath the surface I was experiencing this like debilitating anxiety and very much felt like I couldn't express what was really going on I did I actually didn't know how to I really didn't know how to I didn't actually know how to say the words I couldn't say the words for three. And I, as soon as I started to remember what was going on and started to acknowledge that something was not feeling good and not right, I remember I could think it, the think the words, I was raped. And I, but I couldn't say, I couldn't even say them out loud to myself. I couldn't get it out. And, um, you know, and, and it makes me think about, I, I'll never, my mum my always would say that she always knew when I was about to burst into tears because a massive smile would go on my face. And I have memories of her going, Emily, you're, you can, you know that you can cry right now. And I would just burst into tears because I was just holding it all together, which, you know, um, I think there's a little bit of nature versus nurture, nurture there as well. I am in my um, astrology charts. I am very much like a, I up the front and make it all work but it's um what really happened is over a few years there I I was working with a psychologist um on with some other stuff that was going on and I never forget it took me nine months I decided it was January in 2018 and I said I'm going to go into my session today and I'm going to tell her and I went in there and I got to the end of the session and I was like didn't so I didn't I just talked about other random crap for the whole time and this kept on going for nine months until I got to the end of the session and literally I was in the car park afterwards and I I I emailed her from my phone in the car and I said next time I need you to ask me about something that I have been not 
telling you because I actually can't say the words out loud. And that was just kind of this unraveling of, I then worked with her over about a year, year or yeah, about a year from then um, working through this. But what I discovered, and this is where my business really comes into play, um, is I realized that there was only so much that I could get out of talking about it. There was only, and I, I had a very holistic psychologist. She was incredible. I adore her, but it only got me so far. There was actually energetic blocks within my body and within my subconscious that were desperate to be cleared. And, you know, I, I then went on for, you know, a couple of of years there feeling like everything was okay and, you know, I could express it and it was all good, but there was this deep underlying, um, pain that was going on. And, and what I now know to be true is it wasn't just that particular trauma. It was every little pain that I experienced throughout my entire life that just was never expressed and, and, you know, past lifetimes and generational traumas and things like that, that, that were not expressed. And in, uh, 20, 2019 and 2020, I started to get in, uh, you know, tap into a little bit more of spirituality on a, you know, more embodied way. I've always been very um, intuitive and um, believed in manifestation. And there's plenty of stories that I could tell there that I won't go <laughs> into right now. But I ended up with this incredible coach doing some incredible embodiment work, which really allowed me to express and move and alchemize that stagnant energy that was within me, within that shadow self. And actually allow that beautiful shadow version of myself to be seen and heard and understood and not feel like she's not worthy of anything. And what I discovered over working in this way over a couple of years is that by pulling that version of ourselves out of the, you know, that pit of darkness, if we want to, you know, make it super dramatic, we're actually able to use her in a really beautiful positive way and as fuel towards what we're manifesting and this is where you know I over the past two years I've I've been um, really creating my own personal brand and really creating grounded groundedness if that's a word in um in what I really want to teach and what my message is and it keeps coming back to manifestation but then there was this really deep calling around this shadow work and I was like well that's what it is is we can't have one without the other they go hand in hand we don't want to stay in the shadow but we can't just go say our positive affirmations and dance around in in the light and expect to get everything that we want they go hand in hand and for me that has been the most empowering uh, way of teaching, um, you know, creating our, our life on our terms, um, for myself and for, you know, the people in my community and my clients. And, um, and, and that's really where, you know, my business has come through and, 
Um, you know, my podcast is Authentic Alchemy and it's all about, you know, alchemizing that shadow to be able to create that authentically led life. And that's that kind of, that's how I got here. <laughs> oh, wow, Emily. What, thank you for sharing your journey so openly because I think you, you know, you've really spoken from the heart and so many people are going to really resonate with with the experience that you've had, um, you know, because it is, unfortunately, sexual assault is more common than we as globally than we want to think um, as a, as different societies, because we have, you know, listeners from all around the world. So I know that there's going to be people who have also personally been affected and will really be very grateful for you sharing so openly. So thank you so much. And it is one of these things that I think that we we need to talk about this more so that it's safe feel safer for people to say those words like you were I could really feel it when you're saying that just the words would not come out you know mm -hmm. um and so thank you so much because it just gives permission for everyone else to be able to um start to to say the words where they where they need to say the words I'd love to kind of go back a bit I was so just going to say something just feels really like it's just calling on me to say it's a it. big thing that held me back from talk from actually even admitting to myself that that's what happened was because it wasn't what I thought sexual assault looked like it wasn't this like horrific kind of like violent you know it, it was it was its own thing mm -hmm. but I think that that is is its own thing so just for anybody who is listening who is resonating with that is there are infinite forms of what that looks like and essentially if you did not consent to something then that is sexual assault and the the energy and we can talk about that later particularly talking about prosperity and and um, abundance but the impact of that on your ability to attract and your energetic kind of um field is huge it's beyond what our mind can comprehend so um, I just felt very cold to say that is that it, mm. it can look very, very different for every single woman. And that stopped me from saying anything for a long time. Thank you. That is really important because we mm. can tell ourselves, we can make ourselves wrong, can't we, by saying it's not this, that and the other, whatever we've decided it's going to look like mm. various Hollywood mm. movies or other people's experiences or, you know, whatever, whatever um, is coming into our field. Yeah, that's really, really important. It, I always say to people, if it feels wrong, it is, you know, <laughs> that's your guidance, you know, um, yeah. to be able to to recognise that. Um, you've mentioned a couple of terms I just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page with, um, because I know what you're talking about, but it's, it, um, you know, that when we're talking about shadow, you know, what is our shadow self? And um, I'd love to hear you dive into that a little bit more and how it impacts our, our, daily, our daily lives. Mm. There's a lot of different kind of definitions around shadow work and I've read a million and one of them <laughs> and and so I'm going to give my um, version of it in the way that I see it um, and I am quite visual and very kinesthetic so I very much see and feel so take what feels good and, you know, um, I think it's open to interpretation as well but what I mean when I talk about shadow cells is essentially the unhealed, unexpressed and unseen versions of ourselves. And when I say versions of ourselves, it's 
versions of us from any point in time, whether that be past, present, future. Um, and that's very a very abstract <laughs> notion. <laughs> when we talk about, you know, past, because that can be a little bit more concrete for us. Um, it can be a past version of ourselves, you know, the six-year-old version of ourselves that was told to be quiet, you know, at the dinner table. Your children are seen and not heard. And the thing is, is, is we can then get trapped in that um, point in time um, and, and hide that version of ourselves in that pain because it doesn't get to fully express and be seen and be heard. And particularly when we talk about the feminine, and we all have feminine and masculine energy, but the feminine in particular is dying to be seen, is dying to be heard and understood. It's like the core of what she wants is just to be seen, you know. Um, so trapping her in, in the shadow is very um, disempowering. So every single one of us has shadow selves. Every single one of us has parts of us that we hide in our shadow. Now, the, the thing is, though, is that we hide them subconsciously. You know, we never deliberately do this. We never consciously do this. We do this subconsciously. And we, we just because we're, we've hidden that version of ourselves doesn't mean that they don't have a massive impact on our lives. They're mm -hmm. actually the ones that are in the driver's seat. And we're trying to, you know, uh, create new patterns and new um, new experiences in our lives. But that six-year-old version of you is still driving the driver's seat of your life going, nobody's letting me use my voice. Like I can't say what I need to say because I was told to be quiet. And that plays out in many different ways and, you know, and it, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it plays out in you being silent. It can play out in the opposite where you don't shut up. And that was <laughs> me for a very long time as I had a very overactive throat chakra. And I literally, and I still catch myself sometimes going, what am I doing? I'm literally just talking over the top of somebody. And I stop and I go, I'm so sorry. Please finish what you were saying mm. because that shadow self is... Um, almost having a tantrum mm. in, in that shadow. And, and, you know, and it can, there's so many different ways and I really like to put pictures to it and really um, look at these versions of ourselves as, you know, these beautiful uh, children or, you know, parts of us, past parts of us or even future parts of us that just want to be seen. And when we can look at them with compassion, we're able to actually release the charge that's there and it's very 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 powerful and there can there can also be parts of us that we may just not like about ourselves but they're a part of us and you know a, a part of me was very I, don't know, I keep coming back to the voice but I I hid that that need to share a message for a very long time. I had a high school teacher tell me to shut up and that my voice was so annoying in oh front of the entire goodness. class. And the thing is, and like how funny now, because now I have a podcast and I am talking on social media all the time um, and on other people's podcasts. But <laughs> and keep talking, like, Emily. <laughs> I know, I know. And I always thought like 
like I believed him and I was like my voice is annoying like people do find my voice annoying but the thing is is that for every one person that finds it annoying there's like a thousand that are like I just want to listen to everything that you have to say exactly and the thing yes yes and there's also elements where it can feel scary to express ourselves in that way because we're afraid of the positive ramifications of what might happen if we if we let that part of ourselves out you know there's a part of me that also also knew also always knew that my voice was very powerful and my words were very powerful so uh oh well what if i start expressing it and then i have more people listening to me and then there's more responsibility or you know i reach more people and you know maybe i make more money and then there's more money that i need to to handle and that's a bit scary so i think i'll just stay where I am doing what I've always done because this is safe and again this is not happening on a conscious level we're not aware of this this is all subconscious and when we start to do shadow work it's just being coming aware of these patterns you know like like I was just very uh explicit in explaining that's just one of many 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 patterns that I've become aware of over time and there's power in that because it mm. holds less charge because instead of it catching us by surprise and kind of being on, um, you know, I almost imagine like the GPS kind of directing us, yeah. it's actually us going, you know, knowing the way and going, I can see that it's trying to take me down like North Road, but I know that there's roadworks over there, so I'm actually going to take this route. Mm. and you know, those kinds of things, we actually get to recognize, I can see that I'm, that it's trying to take me over there, but I know why it's trying to take me over there because it doesn't know any better, but I know better and I can do this this way. So it's very, very, very powerful when we go into our shadow. It can be a little bit scary sometimes, especially at the beginning, but it's, it's also the most beautiful, beautiful place to kind of go and, and nourish ourselves for sure. I, I can I love the analogy of the, the the GPS and how the subconscious is taking you to to where it thinks you want to go. I'm sure everyone can recognize that the amount of times I've done that where I go I intend to go to Brighton and I'm starting to take that same route and then I just find myself driving somewhere different. My sons will go, Mom, where are you going? I'm like, Oh, I'm going to pick you up. Why am I going to pick you up? You're in the car. You know, <laughs> because the subconscious has just taken over and thinks, yeah, I've got this. I know where I'm going. No, you don't know where you're going. We're going to Brighton, not not, yeah. not wherever you decided. And it's just such a good tangible analogy for everyone to kind of go, aha, yeah, I can see that in my road driving behavior. And this is playing out in your business and in relationships and all aspects of life. I yeah. love what you said about one. The one that's hidden is the one that's in the driving seat. Yeah. I really wanted yeah. to kind of highlight that because I was like, that's that's a, an Emily Bork quote. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's so so good. Um, and really and really think about it. Would you let a six year old drive your car? Like drive <laughs> would you sit in the back seat and let a six year old drive your car? <laughs> drive your car? No. No. But we have her running the business. Just like, no, no. what are we doing? <laughs> no, no, no. Even even think about it like what I do, like even thinking about like going to work, for instance, I wouldn't let 10 year old, like 10 years ago, me drive current me to work because they would be driving somewhere else. 
they're driving to a different place. I want to drive to the place that I'm trying to go now. (laughs) That's a really good point. Really good point. Uh, I think that just really gives everyone a visual of how we can see how the impact of the subconscious in our work and in our manifestations. And you touched on um, the piece around as we're growing and becoming more visible and speaking to more people and our businesses are growing, the actually that our relationship with responsibility is really key with how much we will allow ourselves to to grow and of course six-year-old version of ourselves doesn't really want to be responsible you know that, I mean being a child is probably one of the most fun times it could be because you could just have fun and mum and dad for most people took care of the, the the responsibilities of course that wasn't everybody's experience and then some children had to kind of be the parent and and all the things and our relationship with responsibility gets distorted in so many different ways uh, uh, along our along our journey. And we just um, spoke about, you know, how this is impacting, you know, daily life. And I'd love to, um, you mentioned about how it's the most important thing, like being able to do the shadow work is, can be very painful. Like people want, don't want to do it, but it has a huge impact on manifestation. I'd love to hear, you know, how it relates to manifestation from your perspective. Mm uh there's two analogies that I could give um one is like trying to sprinkle glitter on a turd um is like trying to like do the manifestation I apologize in Australia we're a little bit crass um it's it's also like I really love this is it's trying to attract with a dirty magnet think about when you get like a magnet that's um you know if you've ever played with magnets you know and they kind of link together and you like pull them and you feel that gravitational pull when the magnets get really dirty um they don't pull together as well and the more dirty they are the less that gravitational pull um and the thing is is it's not that you can't attract with a dirty magnet you can but when you clean up um the magnet it becomes like automatic it becomes like let me think about how I want to phrase this it's the the attraction of your desire becomes a byproduct of who you be Mm. because your 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 energy is so clean that it just the things that you desire just they just Mm. flow to you and you don't have to do anything. You're just being. And when I say do, you don't have to do anything, there's still action, aligned yes. action and everything yeah. that you take. But you don't have to do this like, um, I, you know, I want to make a million dollars. So I, that means I need to work a million times harder to be able to make that happen. It's if I clean up my magnet, I actually attract more. It's almost becomes like a compounding of of who you are it becomes like an amplification of who you who you be and there's a lot of talk in the manifestation world um and a lot of manifestation teachers who are beautiful and I I think that there is a place for that um that it is a lot of just feel good do your affirmations do this process um visualize this thing meditate and they all have a play I do all those things I do all of those things they are incredible things. One of my favorite um, 
people or the authors, whatever you want, is is Abraham Hicks. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Esther, Esther and Jerry Hicks, who are incredible. And and uh, I think it was Catherine Zenkina, who's the manifestation babe, said this and like ages ago, and it really landed for me. She's like, Abraham Hicks is, and if you don't know who they are, they're like a uh, uh what would you call it? Like a a, a being. A collection of consciousness that uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, and and Catherine Zinkina said, That's amazing, and they are not a human being, Mm -hmm. they are not a human being. A human being has real feelings, experiences of wide, like the whole scope of emotions. And we're actually, we we are meant to experience pain, We're, we're here on earth to experience all emotions. None are good and none are bad. Mm. They are all neutral. Emotions are simply just messages trying to continue to point us in the direction of our desires. When we experience quote-unquote negative emotions, it's simply energy moving through us and or it's a message trying to tell us that that maybe this whatever we're experiencing right now isn't in alignment with the desires that we've that we've put out there. And the thing is, and this is where people get really really stumped, is around the like meaning making. They're like, well, I, I have this this feeling, so this means that this must be here. But we can be processing emotions from like years mm-hmm. and years ago, generations and generations back, and they don't mean anything. They're just expressing and they're just moving through us and the thing is is our incredible brain I love our brain but oh my god it causes us so much trouble sometimes is like to make up stories yes and it's a meaning making machine and it attaches meaning to everything but emotions are energy in motion so it's energy and energy is is beyond the mind's comprehension. Our our mind can't comprehend like ninety nine 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 point blah 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 blah. That's not a real number, but we'll go with it. I like this number really. <laughs> um, of what happens energetically when something when we have energetic shifts, the mind will try and make a story, make it make meaning, make it make sense, but it can't fully comprehend what's going on so when we start to clean up our magnet when we start to to release the charge in these versions of ourselves that are in our shadow self we we have the choice to let go of any meaning it holds and when we first dive into this work it's really it can be really beautiful going I just released you know this trauma from like my past and it feels really good to do so and it can be like a huge trap on the flip side where people just get trapped in the shadow work side and forget that like the, the shadow just wants the light and once the light comes don't resist the light like go into it you know <laughs> go and be into it and there's one um really big key here is whatever we've hid in our shadow we have numbed in some way when 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 numbing that experience out because it's it's too painful. We don't want to experience it. So we've shoved it into kind of like a, a imaginary cupboard um, so that we don't have to look at it and we don't have to feel it. The thing is, is that we can't numb 
the the painful or challenging emotions without also numbing to the same extent the positive emotions. And I like to think about it as, you know, the visual that I see is if you kind of see like a like an emotional scale um with like in the middle is kind of like neutrality of like not really feeling much you know it's just kind of neutral and up the top is you know all the way up to you know joy gratitude love um appreciation freedom right at the top and down the bottom is you know despair if we've numbed say like five stages down down the scale from that center point we've also numbed the up to the fifth from that middle um if that's making sense yes yeah we can't if if we the the depth to which we're willing to experience those painful emotions directly correlates to our uh, capacity to experience all of those juicy delicious emotions like joy and love and gratitude and the thing is is those emotions are where we are most magnetic those emotions are where we experience the most abundance the most um love the most prosperity the most kind of connectedness to ourselves and the most in, just the most of everything that we desire <laughs> so if there's ever a reason to want to go in there i promise you it's like a springboard you're not going you're not digging forever you you come down and you bounce off this springboard and you springboard and you catapult to heightened emotions and that's not the right word, but you know, those higher le- vibrational emotions and states of being beyond what you can possibly comprehend. Yeah. And to be able to really feel them, that's such a key piece. Just wanted to highlight what you said there around, you know, if you numb the pain, you're numbing at, it's as above, so below. And in, in, if, if mm-hmm. I'm visualizing the emotional scale in my mind is, Whatever you've numbed out above, you've numbed it out below, and and, and vice versa, um, and and so it is. It is absolutely key, as you said, to be able to to do that work, so you're able to allow yourself to feel, because your feeling is your magnetism. Mm-hmm. And you know, often people might think that they, oh, I'm happy, <laughs> but it's like a numbed happiness. You know, it mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know that completely relates to this is this is part of my journey as well recognizing where you just kind of it's like you cut your head off from your body so that you're just mm-hmm. living you know, I see this a lot with corporate people so for our corporate listeners all those have trans- transitioned into the entrepreneurial world where in the corporate world they just want your head <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> many places not in all the places but in many places they just want your head and so you kind of get used to cutting off your feelings and numbing yourself out and so, and then you don't realize what you're missing out on because you're literally just kind of living here and your body's kind of freaking out underneath going, hang on, yeah. what's going on? I'm completely stressed out. You haven't processed this, that, and the other. And so it is so important to be able to, you know, my language is connect the head and the heart so that you can allow this, this, this alchemy that you're talking about to happen. I know you mm. use the term uh, shadow alchemy. I would love to tell everybody what you, what you mean by shadow alchemy. It probably builds on what you've already been talking about, but just to kind of help people really understand and conceptualize that that term. Mm. I think it's beautiful, beautiful term. 
oh I bloody love it it's so it just like encapsulates I was like when it came to me I was like that's it that's what it is and it, it is really exactly what I've just been talking about it is the way that I like to kind of uh explain it is it is the transmutation or which is just transformation transmutation of energy within our shadow to amplify our manifestation of our the manifestation of our desires so again I'm very very visual if you imagine that there's a certain amount of um energy and energy is um uh what is it it's perpetual is that the right word so it it's forever there's no more growing there's no less it doesn't go anywhere it just is so if you imagine that you have like an amount of energy that everybody has, like an energy bar, and we kind of distribute that energy into different places. Now imagine you're trying, you've maybe got like 10% of your energy um, there trying to, and I'm deliberately using the word trying hmm. to manifest uh, new clients or um, a new house or a new partner, whatever it is, and you're trying, 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 trying. But, you know, maybe you've got 20% of your energy is like all in your brain trying to like get work done. And then you've got like uh, 30, uh, 70% of your energy is there trying to keep the lid on that like or that, that door closed on that shadow cupboard and trying to keep all of those versions of you in your shadow, trying to keep them down and trying to keep them hidden, not only from the world, but from yourself. And that's a lot of energy <laughs> that could be used to distribute further into that creation of what you desire. So imagine if we went in there and we grabbed that that little version of ourselves, that six-year-old version, that 12-year-old version, that 17-year-old version, we grabbed their hand and we held them in our arms and we said, I hear you, I see you, what do you need? How can I support you? And most of the time they just want to be seen and they just want to be felt they just want somebody to actually look at them and we take them out and you know what happens is that energy that was held trying to hold that door closed we get to redistribute that towards something that we do want and the thing is is that version of ourselves that you know uh, 17 year old version of ourselves that's really angry actually starts cheering for us actually starts feeling on board and safe with what we're creating because that's another really key aspect is these versions of ourselves don't feel safe in any other new reality they're trying to hold on they're trying to pull us back out of love to where they are because that's what they know and that's what's familiar and that's you know the subconscious mind's um kind of design is to to keep us safe you know the ego to keep us safe in the familiar even if the familiar is really crap like even if the familiar is <laughs> so actually true. not physically safe it will keep trying to bring us back there because it's it's what we know it's what it knows so when we hold their hand and we go this is where we go, I see you I hear that you are scared I hear that you are angry I hear that you are sad I love you I'm not forgetting about you in fact I'm going to spend some time with you and there's so many different ways that you can do that. 
they we start to kind of bring them with us. Imagine if you were taking a child somewhere new that they had never been, that you expected that maybe it might be a little bit scary for them. Would you yell at them and go, just pull it together, figure it out? No. You would go, come on, like let's go here. I'll hold your hand. Well, let's let's talk about what you're afraid of. Let's have a little bit of a look. Let's look at it from a logical point of view. Hey, let's like walk in together. Let's do it together. Mm. Because you know what? If you're trying to, you know, take them into, I don't know, um, a theme park and they're really scared of the roller coasters and you're going, come on, like this is don't be ridiculous. This is gonna be so much fun. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna stomp their little foot and they are not coming in. They will scream and they will drag you back out to the car. I, I've worked with children for uh, 13 years. I promise you that is what will happen. You get a, a, me going, an adult version of me going to a roller coaster park. I would be doing that. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I'm not going. My inner child would be coming out. <laughs> so funny. Such good analogy. Um, but yeah, that's really that's really what we're talking here. Is it's that transmutation of energy from that really sticky, stagnant energy that's been locked in a cupboard to light that's very powerful that then allows us to create what we want. Oh, Emily, you've shared so much wisdom. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Just what would you think would be the top three tips out of everything you've shared that you would love entrepreneurs to, you know, to share with other entrepreneurs in business? Hmm. I've been thinking about this. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be different to what I was thinking about. I think the first thing would be to show up with authenticity. I think that that is such a huge uh, key. Your authenticity is the most magnetic thing. It's what makes you who you are and make it's what attracts the correct people mm -hmm. for you um it's what attracts the success and the achievements that actually feel regulated and joyful for you um and playful and fun and pleasurable uh that would be my number one thing and to also know that authenticity is something that's ever unfolding and it's actually a playful experience. It's not some set point that you reach. It's something that you get to uncover and unfold. Um, so anybody who's going there, I don't know who I am. Um, you know, just play. <laughs> you work it out. Um, who you are today is not who you'll be tomorrow or even five minutes from now. So that would be my first one. My second one would be to not take it so seriously to know that it, it is everything and at the same time it's not you know we we go into creating business and it's like this is everything this is going to be like the thing that is going to change my whole life or this is going to be the thing that is going to be the center of my whole world <laughs> the thing is is that this moment in time is a blip it's a little mm -hmm. blip in time and the thing is is when we kind of can kind of see it from a higher perspective we can let go of the small stuff the stuff that isn't as uh important 
and we can allow more play in. We can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from our, you know, quote unquote, flight failures. Um, you know, side note, there's no such thing as a failure. Um, and we can learn from them. And I think that leads me into the third one, which is to play the long game. You know, this is something that, again, it's very much like a part of my personality that I am like, I'm that like airy, airy son. I'm like, I have an idea and I'm like, let's do it right now. And let's like figure <laughs> let's it out. Go. And I'm not successful in five minutes. I'm like, what happened? Um, <laughs> you know, that's been such a beautiful learning for me is this patience piece. When you think you don't have time, you have so much time. Life is actually very long. We get told this notion of life is short. Life is, life is, you know, be grateful and be present in the moment. And life is long. There is no point in time that you are going to need to have it all sorted out. There's no point in time where you will ever feel like you've got it all figured out or all sorted out. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to <laughs> figure it out as you go along. Mm. And there's no end point because the thing is, and this is, so tied in with manifestation is when you reach the point where you think that you got it, whatever it is, you will already be dreaming about the next thing mm. before you even get there. And that's what we're that's 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 part of who we are. We're meant to be continually expanding. Um but just know that that just take your time. It's okay for things to be slow um, because if you're doing things quickly and trying to rush and hustle at the expense of the relationship with your family or your children or your partner or your health or your own pleasure and joy, what was the point, mm. you know? It's, it, this is a, life is a long game, yeah. That would be my, my third one. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. But I love what you're saying. Life is long. That is new programming that we all need to be embodying um, rather than the, the programming of life. Life is short. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing all your wisdom and pouring love into all our listeners. How can people find you if they'd like to you know, come and check out your world? And I know you've got an incredible free gift. So Tell, tell us all the things, Emily. Beautiful. So I have um, the best place to find me is on Instagram. That is just kind of my hub. That's where you will contact me the fastest and connect with me and um, find my podcast, um, which you can find my podcast, which is Authentic Alchemy. And you have been on my podcast. Well, I don't know when this episode is coming out and your episode <laughs> on mine hasn't quite come out yet, but it's it may coincide perfectly <laughs> I just thought that would be that would be amazing if it did we'd be like oh we're releasing it on the same day <laughs> <laughs> that would be very very funny but yes um on Instagram at I am Emily Burke and Burke is B-O-U-R-K-E um and my free gift is actually something new so I've I've shifted it up a little bit and I've put together uh eight yes eight um incredible manifestation practices that I personally use, um, they are my own um, kind of creations and ad adaptions of bits and pieces that I've pulled together that really bring together that concept of shadow alchemy 
of that manifestation and those kind of uh, manifestation processes and, and things that are so beautiful, especially when you're starting to get into this manifestation world and wanting a little bit more intention with it, that are infused with that real humanness and that shadow work integrated in into them and it's really what I wish that I had a little bit more of when I first started when I'm like doing the affirmations in front of the mirror and I'm like where's my million dollars um you know <laughs> so, already yeah yeah <laughs> so um it's in a beautiful ebook um that uh, I will be giving to you all <laughs> oh thank you so much Emily that's a fantastic free free gift as well so We'll pop the links in the show notes so everyone can um, find it and download it and enjoy it. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. It's just been such a uh, pleasure to chat with you and I hope you'll come back. Thank you so much. I've loved every second of this. This has been awesome. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Until next time, sending you all loads and loads of love. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. And if you like what you've heard and want to know more, please go to louisahavers.com. We just appreciate you so much. So thank you for listening and hanging out with us. If there's anything that we can do for you, you can email us at louisa at louisahavers.com. Let my team know if you have any ideas for shows that you'd love to hear or topics you want me to talk about. Really looking forward to hearing from you. All right, that is it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for today. Looking forward to connecting with you again. Until next time, namaste.